0: To lower costs and avoid layoffs during difficult times, like what we're facing now during the pandemic, employers may consider reducing employees' regular work hours. However, before doing so, you'll want to think about wage and hour laws, eligibility for unemployment and benefits, loan forgiveness under the PPP, and employee morale. Today, we'll talk through several factors to keep in mind before reducing employees' hours. This is Jim Duffy here. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. As business owners and managers of people, we appreciate all you're doing to help keep your employees, your customers, and your families safe. We know it hasn't been easy, and we're right here with you. Joining me today is Merrill Gutterman. Merrill works as counsel for ADP. Merrill, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Jim. Happy to be here.
0: So now that COVID-19 restrictions are lifting in some places, even when employers are permitted to reopen, they may be unable to bring back all their employees at first and there may be a couple of reasons for this. One, maybe there are social distancing restrictions that limit the number of workers they can have in the workplace. Or there may be just not enough work for the crew to do right now. One option for keeping employees on the payroll when faced with this situation is to reduce employees' hours. But I wonder, how might this impact wage and hour law compliance?
1: That's a great question, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. There could be an impact on your wage and hour law compliance. So you want to pay particular attention to those laws when you're reducing your employees' hours. Under the Fair Labor Standards Act, or the FLSA, employers can reduce non-exempt employees' hours provided the employee is paid at least the minimum wage per hour and also overtime when due. But reductions in exempt employee salaries generally aren't allowed, since these employees have to receive a set salary each week that they perform work.
0: But can employers change exempt employee salaries to reflect long-term business needs?
1: So, under the FLSA, employers can't reduce an exempt employee salary based on short-term or day-to-day or week-to-week operating requirements, but they may be able to do so prospectively to reflect long-term business needs. Um, provided the adjustments are not related to the quantity or the quality of work performed and the employee still meets the minimum salary requirement under federal and state law. And right now under federal law, this number is currently $684 per week. And then also pay attention because some states may have a higher salary threshold that you have to keep in mind. And then also, depending on the exemption and the circumstances, a reduction in pay could also result in a loss of the employee's exempt status.
0: Got it. So let's talk about how a reduction in hours might affect eligibility for benefits. If an employee's hours are reduced, will they be eligible for unemployment?
1: Yes. Generally, when an employee's hours are reduced, they're entitled to partial unemployment. And also, employees who quit as a result of a significant reduction in hours or pay, they too may also be eligible for unemployment benefits. So if your state requires, make sure that you're providing affected employees with information about unemployment insurance. And also make sure that you're giving them an updated notice about their hours and their pay.
0: Meryl, how about health benefits?
1: So at a high level, the Affordable Care Act, or the ACA, requires employers with 50 or more full-time and full-time equivalent employees to offer health coverage to employees who work an average of 30 or more hours per week. So at a minimum, employees who work an average of 30 or more hours per week with reduced hours have to receive health insurance. In addition to that, there are a number of employers that choose to offer health insurance to part-time employees.
0: Would any other benefits be impacted by a reduction in hours?
1: Well, paid time off is another one. Um, Typically, part-time employees receive a prorated portion of paid time off or PTO benefits. And if a full-time employee accrues paid time off and then changes to part-time, you may need to either pay the employee for any unused time or allow the employee to use their accrued PTO as a part-time employee. Also, federal and many state and local laws require employers to provide paid leave to employees, and in many cases, both full-time and part-time employees are eligible for this leave, and part-time employees may be entitled to use any leave that they accrued while they were working as a full-time employee.
0: All right, so let's switch gears. So let's talk about loan forgiveness under the Paycheck Protection Program. How does reducing employees' hours affect the amount of the loan forgiven under the PPP?
1: That's a great question, Jim. If an employer received a loan under the Paycheck Protection Program, one of the stipulations is that they maintain pay and staffing levels. If the reduction in hours results in fewer full-time equivalent employees or any employee's pay being reduced by more than 25%, then the amount of loan forgiveness could be reduced proportionally as well. And then another thing to keep in mind is that a reduction in pay or hours can make it more difficult to spend at least 60% of the loan that you're getting on payroll costs, and that's another criteria for loan forgiveness.
0: A reduction in hours or pay can have a significant impact on an employee. How much notice should an employer provide?
1: Well, some states and local laws have specific rules for how much notice an employer needs to provide before they reduce an employee's hours or their pay. And then also employers may have certain notice obligations under the Federal Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act, which is known as the WARN Act, and then also under similar state laws, which are often referred to as mini-WARN Acts. So make sure that you're following all applicable timelines and really that you're giving as much advance notice as you can under the circumstances.
0: You know, reducing employees' hours can certainly affect morale. How should employers communicate with their employees?
1: Yeah, morale is a big thing to consider as an employer when you're reducing hours and when you're reducing pay. So when your business is slows down and you need to implement a reduction in hours, it's important to communicate with employees about the changes as early as you can and acknowledge the impact the cuts will have on employees and be empathetic, but also be straightforward about the reasons for the reduction and what the changes mean for each employee. And if it's true for your business, remind your employees that given the uncertainty around COVID-19, It might just be that the reduction in hours could be temporary, and it could be that the business is considering all options to keep employees on payroll for as long as they can, but they just may not be able to at this time. And Also, as I mentioned earlier, there may be state or local restrictions on the number of people that are allowed in the workplace, um, social distancing requirements that may limit the number of workers that can be in the workplace safely. Or the demand just might not simply be there yet. So to the extent you can, make sure that you're being transparent with your workers and letting them know why you're making the decisions you are in your business. And let your employees know that you acknowledge that the decision was difficult for the company and that you considered all of your available options before you reached your conclusion to reduce hours or pay.
0: You know, it's never easy to have these types of conversations. Uh, What tips do you have for employers to have it if they have to?
1: I think before having difficult conversations with your employees, it's important to think about what you're going to say and to the best you can anticipate how your employees may react. And if you can come up with questions they may ask, you could be prepared for answers so that you're not taken off guard and you're not going to be wanting to have this type of conversation on the spur of a moment. So just take time to prepare for it.
0: All right, You know we've covered a lot of ground, so if I were to ask, what are the few key takeaways you want our listeners to walk away from from listening today?
1: I would say that when you're reducing hours, make sure you're handling the situation carefully and equitably, and pay attention to all of the federal, state, and local laws that could apply. And also remember that employers can't discriminate against an employee because of any protected characteristic, whether it's age, race, sex, religion, disability. So just make sure those aren't considerations um, that are coming into play when you're figuring out whose employees' hours you're reducing. Also, make sure that your pay practices and all of your pay decisions are job-related, you're applying them fairly and consistently, and that you're documenting the reasons for any reductions you're making in pay or in hours.
0: Thank you, Meryl. You shared a number of really important considerations for employers who might need to reduce employees' hours during this very difficult time. Thank you again for being here. And I want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. For FAQs, state and local guidance, forms and policies, checklists and more, visit adp.com forward slash smallbizcovid19. Thanks again for joining us and be well.